Okay, so to review, Elisha's sad because Elijah died. He's going through the woods. Kids find him, heckle him, talk about him, everything he has on. He prays, bears eat him. 42 kids, bear him all. So now there are several questions like, why would the kids sit around and watch the bears attack? Somebody should have got away. Well, questions like, what Bible do you read? Where do you go to church? Hope you're not in a children's ministry with that story. Why is the story even in this podcast? Is it even an actual biblical story? And mainly, what does that have to do with me and my personal journey? I'm trying to stop A, B, C, and D. I'm trying to get out of relationships that have caused long-term damage, and you're talking about kids killing bears, getting killed by bears. First of all, it is in the Bible. Want to fact check me? Check it out in 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 23. There's the story of Elisha and the two bears. Secondly, I don't know all the details of the story, so I don't know how the bears corralled all those kids. Records from that time were spotty at best. All I know, it was in the big three, the Bible, the Quran, the Talmud. Now, why I tell this particular allegory for two reasons. The first message here is in your path of sobriety, people act in certain manners and do certain things towards you because they don't understand your struggle or your backstory. The reason you are here and where you are now they don't know what made you do what you do. They don't know what made you act a certain way or say what you say. All they know is what's presented to them right now. They don't know what it took for you to get to the point where you found that this drug or that drink needs to be an out for your life. They don't care. I mean, they care a little bit because they know you, but they don't know you as well as you know you. They weren't in cheap hotels or backseat cars or late night hours. They don't have the two and three in the morning, still awake, no plans on sleeping. They weren't sitting next to you in a jail cell or at your biweekly supervised children's visits. They weren't in those dark rooms when you were dealing with your own thoughts that you couldn't escape. You are the one with that backstory. You know all the mistakes you made and all the er errors that you've made. In the past, people have asked me, how can I help someone get off drugs if I never used them? And I retort, even if I use all the drugs on earth, I had a PhD in pharmacology, I don't have a PhD in your personal life, your walk, your experiences. No one has that knowledge except for you. So no one knows your backstory as well as you. So when you say, now I'm giving up alcohol or giving up something else, people don't get it. That's not their job to get it. Their job is to leave you alone and let you go on with your life. These people are supposed to scatter away like those kids in the woods. You don't have to explain your reason for sobriety to anybody. You know what you went through and you know why it's important for you to be clean. You know the family members who rely on you just like Elijah knew what he was doing. He didn't stop to explain himself to these small-minded kids. Well, my head is shaved because this is how we do in the homeland. I'm wearing this because my best friend died. These kids, like some people around you, live in their own little world. They don't want to hear what you have to say. It's like those kids, they want to hear what he had to say. All they knew is that he didn't conform to their standards and they didn't want to hear it. 
Likewise, he didn't need to explain himself to them. He had his own life to live, places to go. The same is with you. There are people who are saying things and doing things to you currently. They think that you should be on top of things because they feel that you could be better than where you are. Just because they believe they got it all figured out. They think you should have it all figured out. Here's the secret. They don't have it all figured out either. Make themselves feel better. They try to tear you down for the way you do things. Now that you're on your path to being drug free, they want to come in and bring up the jokes, bring up the past, bring up all the things, mistakes you've made. Bring, being drug free is different from being sober. Sober means you're just not using it right now. Being drug free is a lifestyle change. You don't have to explain that lifestyle to anybody. You just walk your path, your goals in life, like Elisha was walking to Bethel. You're walking to a better tomorrow and people will come in your way and interfere with you trying to treat, achieve your goal if you let them. Or you can move on, let them scatter in the woods while you try to stay focused on what's ahead and not get distracted by what's going on right here, right now. In this episode, I tell the story of a bear attack I discuss how people don't understand what it takes for you to get to where you are now. It is frustrating when people mock what they don't understand, especially when they don't understand your struggle. Listen in while I lace up my sneaks and break down how to treat the haters. The second message in this allegory is when you do not process your personal losses or mistakes or hurt feelings, you are doing what those kids did. You project your insecurities onto someone else or compromise your ethics and do things you hate just to fit in. Once you begin to compromise, you develop shame. And how do you forget about the shame? You get a drug to shield you from all these thoughts. Those kids used Elisha as their personal punching bag to distract themselves from their own personal problems. From that angle, you are the kids. Elisha is the drug that you use to keep your mind off your own issues. And just like Elisha, the drug will find a way to destroy you if you don't deal with the insecurities. Elisha had been on the same earth as those kids. Same amount of time, he never bothered them. They chose to find him. Remember, he wasn't on Main Street. He was in the woods. This is why I believe it was 43 kids there. One of those kids chose a different future and did not say anything to Elijah. And he lived to tell the story. Once you make the choice to take control of your future, you too will live to tell your story as well. I am Rashad Skinner, licensed therapist. Thanks again for listening to The Therapist Wears Sneakers.